Cheers. I think we figured it out. Yeah, I think we figured it out, too. <laughs> hey, Toots. Yeah. Go back into the kitchen. Speaking of women, the fuck is going on with Pitch Perfect 3? Like, what do you think smells worse? Uh, Johnny Depp's breath? (laughs) Or Johnny Depp's, like, just body? We started doing a podcast and the world went to shit. I had on Fox News for a solid 20 minutes today. Barf. Oh, Taylor Lautner is the Twitter um, werewolf. I knew that. You know, magnesium is really good for you. I'm never going to see Hacksaw Ridge. So guess what, honey? Boy, bye. You need a haircut once a week? I would love a haircut once a week. Make America great again. Somebody is going to really come for you once we have listeners. How do you know what scissor smells like? There's been a lot of Pitch Perfect 3 shit, and I'm over it. Who's a snowflake now, girl? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I haven't seen that yet either. You want to spoil that? I think we have a different take on blah, blah. I don't even know if I'm going to do it. I'm going to do mine. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. This is Wigs and Weiss. They were getting coffee. <laughs> this is such a great story. Is this record? Are we recording? Yes. This is a great story to start on. No, that they, they were at um, where I was having uh, like in Burbank that big. Why were you in Burbank for that meeting? That I told oh, you about. Oh, And I saw a giant bodyguard. Whenever there's a giant bodyguard, there's tiny celebrities. Well, let's say one of them was tiny. The other one was not. You can T-Boz? choose. Yeah, T-Boz is not tiny. Well, she's always been a. A wide girl, you know, <laughs> like me. Like she's okay. All right. She doesn't have a slender build. She's a wider build. Yeah, Chili looks good though. She always has a six pack. They're probably what like fifty now. Oh, good. There's um, some residual lipstick on my glass. That's that's because I wanted to give you a smooch. <laughs> Sorry, I I wear lipstick now. That's the thing. Dino, cheers. cheers. Hey guys, welcome Hi, to Wigs, Wigs and Weiss. Hi Wigs. I'm Lindsay Harbert Silberman. I was mid-sip. I'm Paul Kroos. This is Wigs and Weiss. Um, if, I'm st- if I still sound sniffly, this is just my life now. Deal with it. I have to live this way. Um, so you guys on your way to Coachella? Are you like so excited? Do you have your glitter booty you and your, your flower crowns ready? Like, are you like so ready to like do Molly? Is Molly still a thing? I don't know. There's probably so many new drugs that I don't know about. It's all synthetic and I think better for you. Oh, is it? I think so. Well, be healthy out there, you guys. Stay hydrated. Drink your juice. It's going to be warm. Always is. But have fun. Enjoy the Use Gaga. protection. Sunscreen and dick protection. Ugh. I want it to be Dick protection. as aggressive as possible with that. Ooh. Yeah, well, no one's going to forget that now. No, we're be- dick prediction. Prediction. Dick prediction. Pre- oh, well, that's a word. Yeah. Pro- prediction. prediction. That's, that's a word that exists already. Anyway, um, before we get into popping our corks, we do want to pour one out for this, uh, this week for Charlie Murphy, who passed away. So sad. At far too young. And um, I don't know. It's, it's like... I mean, I, I, I mentioned last week, like we're losing our legends. Like Charlie was not necessarily a legend, but he was someone who I think it was. Everybody, so, it, he was he was universally liked. Yeah, and he came about at such a later age, like when we knew who he was mm-hmm. um, outside of Eddie's shadow, as being his own, like actually very funny comedian. Yeah, one might say even funnier, especially than anything Eddie's done of late. Oh. You mean you didn't like Nutty Professor 52, Here Comes the Clumps? 
<laughs> here comes the clumps. I won't lie, I did laugh at the first clump movie. I I haven't seen it. It's like it was funny at the time. It probably does not hold up. Have you um, seen Raw recently? Oh my god, I cannot speak recently. I did not watch it, but I listened to it. It's on Spotify, and it is super homophobic. Really homophobic. Like yeah. aggressively homophobic. Yeah, Eddie Eddie isn't aging terribly well. No, he's it. not. But you know what? Charlie. Sorry about the death of your brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, we're sorry about your, the death of your brother no, and maybe the death try to of be a your cooler career. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Terrible. So okay. we should probably pop our cards. Moving on. <laughs> um, do you want to start? Uh, sure. So have you heard this? This gossip about Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx? I, like, breezed by a link. Okay, so <laughs> they've been a rumored couple for many years at this point. Is it years? Yes. Oh, it's so weird to me. I know. I don't I don't it's, dislike it's honestly, either it's her. of them. I can't connect her now that she's been with Tom to exactly. anyone sexually. I just can't. No, she's like a floating orb of a person. Because it took me a long time to even come around to Nicole being like a sexual person again mm-hmm. too. And now I like, thank God for Keith Urban. I can see her as a sexual being again. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and also maybe a little bit of big little lies, yeah, even though helped. she's getting helped. sex beaten. Sorry. Um, we sex digress. Beaten. That's a new thing. <laughs> I'm going We've for it. We've had two sips of wine, by the way, already. Yeah, this, is, this is totally sober. Maybe that's why I'm better a little bit tipsy. Yeah. Um, Oh, we're drinking um, a Gris Blanc this week, by the way, you guys. 2015, great year. And it's it's Ger- a pink drink. Gerard per- Bertrand made it for us. Thanks, Gerard. <laughs> um, so um, it's not in my popped corks because I dislike either of them. I think they're fine. She She's milk toast to me, but I think Jamie's very talented. Um, but the, the rumor is the reason that they've kept it so secret for so many years is because she signed in her divorce agreement that she would not publicly date anyone for five years. And guess when the divorce was finalized? Five 2012, Henty. Oh, my God. June of 2012. Why would... I mean, she just wanted that money. She wanted out. But I can't believe you can even put that into... Why does he want that in a... It's some fucked up Scientology <sighs> fuckery. And I'm like, sure she's just like, fine, whatever. Whatever, just stop making me tell you you're tall. <laughs> Um, he yeah. wore lifts at the wedding. Of course he did. I think that is hilarious. <laughs> Josh was talking about how he was watching Tropic Thunder the other day and how there's a scene where Tom Cruise and Matthew McConaughey are like forehead to forehead. So he looked up how tall Matthew McConaughey was. And I was like, I thought... Matthew McConaughey's in Tropic Thunder? Apparently there's like a little scene oh. between he and Tom Cruise. Okay. So Matthew McConaughey is six feet tall, which means Tommy Boy was standing on a couple of Apple boxes. <laughs> Definitely a few. <laughs> a phone book maybe yes. in there. He was just like teetering up there. He's like, guys... Make sure the wind doesn't blow because I'm going to fall. A PA's shoulders. Like it's those haunted mansion portraits that just yes, keeps going down. And yes. there's like so many things underneath Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh. But good for you, Katie. Yeah. You get yours. Fly, uh, fly away. Yeah. You fly get like yours at Jamie Foxx, two exes. And I hope that he and Siri get along very well. Yeah. We haven't seen Siri in a long time. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Siri, we will probably be seeing in a couple years what came first? when she manifests into a human being. What came first? Them naming her Surrey or... Them naming her Surrey. Okay. Yeah. So Apple was just like, you know what? I like that. Well, it probably was like long in development. And then they were like, oh, crap. We've already called her Siri and we did all this work on it. We can't change it because of Surrey Cruise. So I guess we'll just stick with it. Yeah. So I want to talk about Walmart. Oh, okay. I'm in. Um, I was like 
really far down. I don't even know how I got down this wormhole today, but I found my way to a story out of Wisconsin in a town called Waukesha. I've heard of Waukesha. Have you? I have. Well, walk with me to Waukesha. Waukesha. Bob Tallinger was... I've heard of Bob. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That really got me for a second. (laughs) So he's an 88-year-old greeter at the Waukesha, Wisconsin Walmart. Mm -hmm. He's been there. He's been worked there for eight years. People love him. He just like is that guy at the front of the store. Good for Bob. Yeah. Well, he was fired this week. Oh, fuck you. Because a wild turkey got into the Walmart and he didn't do anything about it. He's a greeter. He greeted that turkey. He did his job. So (laughs) (laughs) they fired him. And they said um, that he should have alerted management to the turkey coming into the store. Well, he probably should have. Okay. And I said, like, maybe there's some truth to that, but he's also 88, so let's cut him a break, maybe a little bit. Uh huh. Um, and maybe also this was like the sixth or seventh time this has this happened. Turkey came in. Like, Bob, <laughs> you have to stop letting the turkeys in. But, but I would also say he's 88 years old. And isn't this like the point of a Walmart greeter in the first place? It's not like ISIS got into the store, That's it was a true. turkey. Like, everyone relax. He's there because you want like the friendly face in the front of the store. Um, I mean, even if it was ISIS, let's just say it was ISIS for a second. Like, are you going to put it on the 88-year-old greeter to stop him? Like, has he been like... <laughs> I think, but, but their argument was Bob should have let management know. I would think that if ISIS walks in, he, Bob should have been like shuffling over to management in his white orthopedic sneakers and said, hey guys, ISIS is, ISIS here. is here. So if he sees a turkey and but they at that think point that it might be disruptive... At that point, it's too late anyway. Anyway, listen, they did a local news story about it. It's adorable because he's like I love old people and unless um, they're racist well they might be who knows but they don't show it in this story so it's okay um but his wife is sitting next to him and she like put her face on which she didn't put it on well but she still put it on for the interview although I will say Aja could get some tips from her oh shots fired (laughs) um (laughs) we'll come back to that oh we sure will but um the reason i think that we should definitely we and i called walmart today i called the corporate offices and i and i I lodged a complaint with india i mean india answered but i still lodged it and i said get it to wakasha india because i went to google and bob's name came up i went to google his name Mm -hmm. and a story came up about people with back taxes owed in wakasha And they put Bob's name on that. He owes $5,000 right now. Bob. And he is 88 years old. So not only is he on don't blast. Don't pay that, just die. No, don't say that. Well, he's 88. <laughs> he's not going to be around for much longer. Don't pay it, Bob. But they put him on blast. And, they, and, and now Walmart fired him. And so I say, bring back Bob, Walmart. Bring back our Bob. <laughs> and we're going to put Walmart's phone number on there. And you guys should call and tell Walmart to let Bob back in the goddamn store. It was a turkey. Turkeys are hilarious. Turkeys are really funny. Oh, and, and they have, it's my favorite flightless bird. No, penguins are my favorite flightless <laughs> bird, but I like turkeys. But they have, like, in the news clip, they have him locked up. They got the turkey. So, like, everyone's fine. No one oh, got hurt. Oh, I thought hurt. you said that Bob got locked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bob is behind like, bars. <laughs> God, back taxes and letting a turkey in. That is too much. So, that's. I mean, just let Bob back. Yeah. Okay. I don't totally agree with you. I think... He should have alerted management, but... Well, then don't call Walmart. Maybe I won't. Maybe I will, though. I'm like, Bob. Once you see him once you see him in the clip, he'll play on your heartstrings. Okay. He might be a racist. Who knows? <coughs> so, um, as we all know... I don't know if we all know. I don't know. I don't talk about um, Harry Potter on this podcast very much. Thank. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 I love Harry Potter. I am a Harry Potter stan. I'm not a muggle. Don't call me a muggle. Because you've got a wand? I do have a wand and I have a hat. 
So this is the real deal. Is this the biggest thing you geek out on, or do you geek out on other shit like this? Um, this and drag queens, pretty much. Okay. I'm down with the drag queens. Yeah. And Harry, I respect. Listen, it's J.K. Rowling, Joe, as I like to call her, um, she's a great storyteller. She built an amazing world, and those characters are beloved for a reason. Moving on. But <laughs> uh, I also don't know if I've discussed this. I don't like Jude Law. I don't know why I wow. don't like Jude Law. I'm, I'm following you around this <laughs> maze. Of- Believe me, this will all come together. <laughs> We're in together. the S-Town maze right now, yes. and I'm just like... <laughs> Knocking on doors. I'm, uh, I'm what's his face being like, oh, I guess I made it so there is no solution. <laughs> um, so I don't like Jude Law. I think it goes back to him cheating on his wife with the nanny, mm-hmm. his receding hairline, and also his face. I don't like any of those things. I didn't watch The Young Pope because I can't stand his face. I just don't like that dude. Okay. You know, sometimes you just don't like people. Um, he has been cast as young Dumbledore in the next Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Oh. Okay, two things. I didn't love Fantastic Beasts. I did like it. I loved being back in that world, and I thought it was fine. But it didn't hold a candle to the original movies by any means. But I'd like to think that Joe would um, take into account the crit- criticism of Fantastic Beasts and work on the script the next time. Because um, I'm still going to go see it, but I'm not happy that Jude Law and his stupid receding hairline and face is going to be in my movie. My movie. My movie. <laughs> not happy about it. I'm just not. So, I yeah. So, we'll pop a cork in his face. Are you... How do you feel about Johnny Depp being always spoiled? Well, fuck it. Whatever. It's been out. What? That Johnny Depp is like the bad guy because he's Uh-oh. the thing. Whatever. Oh. You're afraid of spoiling a movie that's like eight months old? <laughs> and a not a great movie. No. But, you know, whatever. How did I feel about him being the bad guy? I was just like... Because the minute I saw his salty face pop up, I was like, ugh, I found I need to be more out of this movie. Yeah. Two things. I was like, oh, she looking rough. Yeah. Whew, so bloated. And also, I just didn't understand the point. Johnny Depp is not going to be a fan of this podcast. Oh, because we go after him hard. Yeah, he's in the opening credits. I know. Yikes, sorry, We Johnny. still don't know what smells worse. Dame come, Johnny Depp. Come be a guest, Johnny, so we can smell you. Yeah. Smell you later. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. All right, so no, no Jude Law. I'm still gonna see it, but no, thank you, Jude Law. No, thank you. Well, this was your opportunity to maybe say like you're boycotting it, and then maybe no. get it to change. I'm gonna stand up for something in my next popcorn. It's not gonna be Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Brunswick pastor Kenneth Adkins. Are you familiar with him? Oh yeah, big fan. Yeah. So after the Pulse shooting last year, oh, God, I'm gonna hate this man. Kenneth tweeted, "Dear gays, go sit down somewhere." I know y'all want some special attention. Y'all are sinners who need Jesus. This was an attack on America. A further tweet uh, elaborated. We are on the heels of an attack, people. A terrorist attack with people killed and maimed in our state. Suggesting that people should be victims is appalling. He closed it out with, Been through so much with these Jacksonville homosexuals that I don't see none of them as victims. I see them as getting what they deserve. (gasps) He also went low enough to dress up as a hideous-looking drag queen and make comments on social media to say, I'm going to pee next to your woman in the woman's bathroom, and let's see how y'all feel. Turns out, the 57-year-old Georgia pastor was found guilty this week of eight counts of child molestation of a young boy and girl who went to his church That's the least surprising years thing I've ever heard. Ago. Here's the deal, haters. There's something in your closet yep. when you hate this hard. Yep. Something in the closet when, when you, you hate, hate this hard. hard. That's all I want to say. 
It's so true. Can I it? feel like anytime somebody comes out with such vitriol against any one type of person. What you got? What you got? Because we're going to find it. We're going to find it, honey. Yeah. So just before you tweet, before you yell, before you put before on you the shirt. Before you dress up like a woman. Before you hang the flag. Before you do what you're going to do, just think about for a second. Are we going to find out? Because we're going to. We're going to find out. And you're going to go to jail. And you're going to be turned into a woman worse than you were. Oh, honey. <laughs> When you put on the wig. (laughs) Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, shout out to you, Kenneth. You're the problem. You are the problem. Um, Okay, so this is my final popped cork. It is brought to us by Louis C.K. Oh, I heard about this. Okay, so I'm coming in hot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You need like a siren sound effect for this. So I have feelings. About Louis C.K. I'm going to um, I'm gonna gonna back. say this wisely or say this carefully because he's a very powerful person. But uh, it all started because uh, Tig Notaro released a statement today. A lot of people compared a short film that she has been playing around the country during her tour as well as at Largo um, that is about a sad person who hires a clown to come over and perform for her one-on-one. Um, and then SNL had a sketch this weekend that was Louis C.K. playing a sad person who hires a clown to come over and perform for him one-on-one. Here's the thing. Do I think that it's the most... Um, the, the the most proprietary concept. No, but it's pretty damn it's close. It's pretty damn close. <laughs> it's hard to like walk, dance around that and say that it's yours. And I'd like to point out part <clears throat> of her statement that she released. While I don't know how this actually happened, I did find it extremely disappointing. Here's what I can tell you. First off, I have recently learned that a writer slash director who was fully aware of clown service, which is her short, when I was making it, actually worked on Louis C.K.'s clown sketch that is in question. Well, there are the dots. Yes. Secondly, Louis C.K. and I have not communicated in any way for nearly a year and a half, which is very interesting to me for a couple of reasons. I don't know if she mentions that just to say he may not have known about it or to say we're not friends anymore. It sounds like we're not friends anymore. I agree, because why mention it? Right. Um, and I'd also like to say that there is some sketchy shit that we all know about Louis C.K. We all know it. A friend of mine was visiting from Chicago, and I brought it up. He knows it. He's an accountant. (laughs) (laughs) We all know he's not a great dude. You know, I, being the pulp culture, pulp, pulp Pulp. culture (laughs) um, consumer that I am, I did not know, and I don't want you to have to go out there and say it, but could you maybe refer someone to like a web story or something? There was a blind item about it. Okay. Maybe we should let people uncover it on their own. Sure. I didn't know these things. He's not. He Here's the thing. He's he's not the worst person, (laughs) but he's not a great dude. And whenever it's brought up... (laughs) people will often defend him because he is one of the greatest comedians of our time. Guess who was also one of the greatest comedians of his time? Bill Cosby. Exactly. Just because somebody is funny, just because someone is brilliant, just because someone is an artist does not mean they cannot be a shitty person. So I'm just going to put it out there. I had... A Hitler reference too, but I'm not going to use it. Ew. No, I'm All not right, saying. Sean Spicer, relax. I'm not saying that he 
is going <laughs> that terrible. I'm just saying that the Louis next- C.K. did not gas people, everybody. <laughs> he did not use chemical weapons. No, he didn't. But um, but you know who did? Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> Are you connecting these dots the way that I am? I just think that um, it's time to stop defending Louis C.K. Okay. It just is. Whether he did this intentionally or not, whether he and Tig had a falling out and this was a fuck you to her, I don't know if that was the case. But um, It's sloppy I, at the worst. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, best case scenario, it's sloppy. Yes. And, and I'm, don't be sloppy, Louis. You're better than that. Yeah, or maybe you're not. I don't know. I hear your new Netflix special is terrible. I'm not going to watch it because I'm not going to support a person like you. See, that's the thing. You always take it to one more level. Where you're like, <laughs> I'm not going to say this, and then you do. I, I love that about you. Well, you know. You're fucking crazy. I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> no one can stop me now. Um, uh, so anyway, yeah. Um, that's, I get it. I hear you. Yeah. You don't, you don't know the Louis C.K. story? You told me it. Oh, uh, Okay. But I don't want to talk about it here because no. it's gross. Yeah. But I think I know. Ooh. We'll discuss after. Okay. Yeah. You guys should Google some stuff. Or, you know, email us if <laughs> yeah. you want to know what yeah. this <laughs> um, I have a quick one and then a, 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 a little bit longer one and then I'm ready to wrap it up. But um, Oh, I could do a quick one too in between if you want. All right, cool. My quick one is I think it's hilarious that Kylie Jenner snuck right on in there while Kendall was eating dirt this week and got herself a reality show yeah, on the like <laughs> Kylie's World or something like that. Life of Kylie. There we go. Um, I hate Kylie Jenner. I don't hate Kylie Jenner. I dislike Kylie Jenner. Strongly. Strongly. And I think a television show is just another exciting new thing on E! for me to ignore. But um, <laughs> also, to be fair, the last thing I watched on E! was a true Hollywood story about Christina Aguilera while hungover in San Francisco circa 2004. So I was going to say. E's not for me. They still do E! True Hollywood stories? Wouldn't that be great if they did? I would be so happy. But that's the thing. They don't make TV for us anymore. No. Except for like PBS. Divas. I think that show's over. Is it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. PBS, Maybe. But I think Donald Trump's getting rid of that. So what's your short thing? Um, Spencer and Heidi are having a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. It's so, like, they're so happy. They've been trying to have this baby for so long so they could have another cover on Us Weekly. I think Spencer's like a Buddhist now or something. I knew he had crystals, which I can't hate on because I go to Reiki once a month. But... um, I, maybe he is, but wouldn't a Buddhist not be on Us Weekly? I don't think... Are they on Us Weekly? Yes. They are? They are on a cover of him, like, bracing her stomach. Ugh. I, you will ne- it will take him moving to, like... Tibet. Tibet, to be a monk and shaving his head and sitting in prayer for several hours a day and me never knowing about it because he's a monk now for me to believe that he's a monk. Okay. It would take that. That's on you, Spencer. Yeah. If you want to, be- if you want Lindsay to believe that you are a monk, you have <laughs> some work to do. <laughs> so many people have things to prove to me in this episode already. Um, my favorite last quirk I saved for last: two young women by the name I'm gonna butcher this, but I'm just gonna go for it. Samaline Alls sounds right. That's fine. And Desiree Nugent have filed oh. a lawsuit in New York alleging that Wise Foods, the potato chip company has systematically underfilled bags. Oh, I read about I read a headline. <laughs> exactly. Well, I went in, I got the full story. Good for you. Thank and you. And Wise is leaving them anywhere from 58 to 75% empty. I love the 58. Right? <laughs> like somebody got in there with a ruler. Not quite 60. And did some math. 
And they should because they're suing. Um, and they say that they would have paid less for the chips had they known about the empty space, which I think is hilarious, too, is like, if you had just told me that there was going to be this much space in the bag, I would pay less for them. How much money have they been paying if they were so upset about it? Why didn't they just stop buying those chips? That's a very good point. But that's not where they're they're not done. It's a proposed class action, class action suit that has been filed in New York seeking damages for consumers in both New York and Washington, uh, D.C., and they want packaging changes. And um, they say that um, the particular brand that they enjoy, the Ridgie's Sour Cream and Onion ones. I love these women. Were, so you're looking at a 10-inch bag. They say that bag was filled two and a half inches. And you know what? That is fucked up. That is fucked up. So I started reading this and I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. And then by the end, I was like, I'm ready to maybe get on board with this. Um, and they also threw into their claim, they said that Pepsi's Frito-Lay division fills Ruffles bags much higher. So good on you, Pepsi, they, for one thing this and week. And also, these women have done their research. Yes, they have. And you might laugh, everyone at home right now, but in September... A federal judge in San Francisco approved a $12 million settlement against Starkist over claims that their tuna cans were not carrying as much fish as they should. Oh, so, well, shit. On you, and go get it, Samoline and Desiree. Sure. You started as a popped cork, and now you're a flipped you're wig. You're a flipped wig. I understand that they need to leave some room for air so the chips don't get crushed. But two and a half inches. Two and a half inches. Seven and a half damn inches of that bag was air. air. Oof. Would you listen to this podcast if seven and a half inches was hot air? Hell no. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but hell no. <laughs> anyway, so those are my quirks. I loved all of them. Whee. I loved how we were just like, the world's going to shit. Let's I talk know. about things that don't matter. Don't got time for bombs because nope, it's nope, going to nope, hit nope, me. Nope. I don't want to oh, know. God, I, I got that alert on like my email. Like bomb, the biggest bomb we have except for... Uh, what? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Troll no. Patrol. So my troll patrol this week is it's not a troll patrol. It's not a troll patrol dispatch. It's an a dispatch that I did in honor of some of my friends. Awesome. That I know are listening. So my dear friends, Emily Hopwood, Elizabeth Hopwood, Katie Wilmoth, and Jackie Joseph. This is a Walt Disney World specific troll patrol for very you. Exciting. And I I zeroed in on three places that were very special to all of us, either because some of them might have worked there. Or because we used to go there. So the first one. This is so cute. <laughs> the first one is where my dear friend Emily Hopwood worked, which was um, Starlight Rays Cafe. I okay. might be saying that wrong. Starlight Rays, um, Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. There we go. Oh, well, I'm glad you cleared that up. Um, so it got one star. From Mark G from Omaha, Nebraska, and Mark said, "What's your damage, Mark G?" First of all, there's a <laughs> there's a picture that Mark posted of a trash can. That says push on it. And he just said, one star. This place sucks. The salads are bleh. Food beyond terrible. Don't eat here. The draw of this place is nil. Greeted by smiles and finished with grossness. Mediocre pre-made junk the worst Disney has to offer. The only thing this place is is a waste of money and calories. If you've chosen this place, then Walt Disney apologizes to you. There are far better diners in the worst places of New Jersey, Mississippi, or Staten Island. I eat out of the trash can at Pecos Bills before I eat here again. Damn. Oh, boy. You know he just went over his Weight Watchers points and he's really <laughs> upset, and that's why he wrote that. But I, I, I say that because we've had many a good meal 
at this place when we go to Walt Disney World. They have three different stations. They got a chicken station. They got a burger station. You go get what you like, and they got free hot cheese to dip your fries in. So wow. I don't know what else you want. What else could you Mark want G. other than hot cheese? That's all I want in life: hot, hot cheese. <laughs> so now let's move on to um, the turkey leg wagon. In Frontierland. What can you possibly say wrong about the turkey leg wagon? Well, my friend Elizabeth Hopwood spent a good, like, hot one day working at the turkey leg wagon before they plucked her from obscurity to assist Mickey Mouse. Mm. I'm using air quotes. You guys can deem from that what you will. But she was Mickey Mouse's assistant. She was Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Okay. So. Oh. Um, Now, Stephanie S. gave it three stars. But the review is fantastic. Okay, perfect. Ugh. A bird pooped on me standing in line for the giant turkey leg. It didn't affect the quality or opinion of the food, but it (laughs) kind of affected the quality or an opinion of the food. The leg itself was $11 and plenty of food for more than two or three people and super delicious. But beware of the trees above the weight line. It was swarming with birds. I should have known. Oh my she god! She gave that shit three stars just because she got shit on by a bird. It's not the fucking turkey legs fault. Also, you're eating a bird. Maybe that bird was mad at you. Did Ooh, you ever think about that? That's a really good point. That was Thank my cousin. You. That's the turkey from Walmart. Exactly. <laughs> the turkey from Walmart was going there to avenge his cousins, <laughs> and Bob was like, "You know this what? Is I can't." This a very disagree. weird connection, but listen, we're in the we're in the maze. Everybody, yes. stay with us. You'll find your way There's out. There's going to be a solution. We just have to find it. Last but not least, Johanna C from Miami, Florida, spoke of Chef Mickey's, one of our favorite buffet establishments. Oh, because at Chef Mickey's, you get to eat like. All the kids' food in the world you want in one place. It's got like your pizza, your mac and cheese, chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. It's all there. I mean, granted, there's food for adults too, but why would you bother? So Johanna says to make it short and simple, food is horrible, is just like a buffet at any hotel, nothing fancy. The only cool thing is that the characters pass by. My personal experience with my daughters waiting on Minnie Mouse, she passed by our table twice and didn't even notice them. In one occasion, Minnie had to run. I don't even know where, honestly. And she ran my daughter over, leaving her crying in the floor. (laughs) I mean, they know they have children all around them following them, so they need to be careful. I would never go back. I'd rather buy a character custom and wear it myself and eat with my kids. I'll do a better job and cook a better food. And honestly, the price, I think it was $45 per person, is not worth it all. Waste of time. Seriously, I expected better from Disney. This is uh, this didn't happen. Yeah, your child did not get run over by Minnie no. Mouse, and nobody anything, did anything she about it. Bumped her. Yeah, possibly. But I love the idea of like this kid just like crawling on the floor, and Minnie <laughs> Mouse just runs over her at full speed and doesn't stop. No, just keeps going. and no one at Disney does anything about it. Like, well, Minnie got to go. Somebody found out that was just like a fake Minnie Mouse that had come <laughs> a lot. Just snuck in and just yes. runs kids over. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Hey, where did Minnie Mouse get a middle finger from? Wow. So interesting. <laughs> we designed those costumes for like that for a reason. <laughs> anyway, so that's my uh, Troll Patrol this week. Those are great. Love you guys. Someday we'll all go back to Disney World again soon, I hope. And, and I'll come too. Yeah, it'll be a whole family affair. Okay, so yesterday was my three-year wedding anniversary. Woo-hoo! Not to brag. Um, and... We were going to go on a hike, but then we decided to go eat pizza instead because we're adults, we're married, and we do whatever the fuck we want. So we went to Pizzeria Moza, which is a fancy pizza place. We enjoyed 
a nice glass of wine, a nice salad, a couple of pizzas. It was great. And I have no complaints. Um, Except. <laughs> no. Oh, this is your answer. This right. is my troll yeah. patrol. So I was like, I'm going to go and check out Pizzeria Moza and see if there's there are any bad reviews. Spoiler alert. There are. And I met this wonderful woman named June W. from Irvine, California. Her profile picture is Cookie Monster with a cookie. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) She wrote, Overpriced pizza. Overrated. What was worse was the attitude that came with it. Sorry we didn't order that on the menu. Oh. Oh, really? What's her name? June W. June you would expect a higher level of customer service with higher-end prices. It was my friend's birthday. Eight out of nine of us were present for our table. But no, that wasn't good enough for Pizzeria Snotza. Not only was there a lack She's of... She's got him. She's yeah. got him. Yes. Thank God. Really nailed him with that yeah. nickname. Who needs Don Rickles, honestly? We, yeah, got, we, we got, got you, June. June. We got you, June. <laughs> <laughs> Not only was there a lack of decency on the manager's part to forego such a ridiculous rule, especially for someone's birthday, they threatened to give our table away if our last friend didn't show up within 15 minutes. We were all early, by the way. No, you weren't. No. Eight of us showed up 20 minutes before the reservation. Then you don't need to be seated right away anyway. So good job, bully. You ended up stressing out the birthday girl and the friend who was on her way. I hope that was worth your sad little ego. So, tell me the common sense behind this rule. The only thing that comes to mind is pretentiousness. Please get off your high horse. You sell pizza. You're not a Michelin restaurant. Who's on a high horse, like, throwing one around Michelin restaurants? Yeah. From a business perspective, it didn't make sense. The present party would have been ordering drinks and appetizers while waiting equals additional profit. No, not no. necessarily. Also, that you, you would be ordering those... Anyway, anyway, so if you're need, taking up their table for three hours, yeah, you could be you could be taking the space of someone who has a table already or exactly. in box in. So that's a whole meal profit that you're taking from them. Yep. Shut up, June. You don't know how restaurants work. Eight out of nine people showed up. You don't need to do rocket science to figure out that most of the party is. You present. don't do rocket science either, June. No. <laughs> now I get it. If five out of nine were, or even six out of nine weren't there. You're banking on trendiness to keep your business going. You're a business. The ones who survive and thrive, by the way, Pizzeria Moza has been around for a while already. Yeah, very good. The ones who survive and thrive when all the hipsters realize you're not as cool as their sense of irony and the ones who have foundation of customer service and quality food. Yes, your pizza is good. This is a one-star review, by the way. Is good at most, but it's not mind-blowing. Don't make me bring up the authentic pizza I've had that melts in your mouth, bitch. Oh, do. Do, June. And Bring also, up that I've never, pizza. I've never said, "Ooh, this pizza is so good, it melts in my mouth." No. If anything, I want a nice crunch, bitch. Sorry, that place is in New York, New York, and their service was superb, with no sacrifice of an arm and a leg required. And for that same manager, she really hates that guy. <laughs> you did the same obnoxious thing to my other friend who had her birthday celebration there as well. Maybe have all your friends show up on time, then, bitch. Yeah. Guess what, buddy? Second chance, last time. And if you want to talk money, a couple hundred bucks was dropped for the dinner. Nine people and a couple hundred bucks. What the fuck did you order? Like squash blossoms and that <laughs> it? That's it? But I guess money really doesn't buy service or decency these days, but it does buy you one piece of sausage per slice on sausage pizza. So that was long and annoying. But then I looked at her profile and just to give you an idea of who this person is, she has eight one-star reviews, Oh yeah, four two-star reviews, Four three-star reviews, two four-stars, and one five-star. So I looked at another one-star review, and it was for Maximiliano. 
on York Boulevard, probably in like uh, Eagle Rock or Highland Park or something. One star. Chef, you yanked my favorite dish from your brunch menu. Pulled pork and biscuits. So I stopped going. That was months ago, by the way. And I'm not coming back until you put it back on the menu. Note, don't try to fix perfection. One star because they pulled her favorite dish off the menu. Instead of actually, even if you wanted to address this in some way, to call, email, do something directly, you just have to affect the entire restaurant's reputation. Exactly. Because you are a spoiled little brat. Who can't handle when you don't get your way. And let me tell you something, June. Somebody likes every menu, every item on every menu. Exactly. So just because they pulled your favorite thing is not a personal attack on you. No. And you should actually weigh in and tell them, I really miss the pulled pork and biscuits. Or maybe, maybe you're a miserable person and they're like, you know, if we pull this dish off the menu, that stupid bitch might stop coming. Let's give it a try. Yeah. And they were, and they won. They won. You know what? Good job, Make Maximiliano. Cold pork and biscuits. Seriously. Anyway, that was Matro Patrol. Bye, trolls. Bye, trolls. <laughs> okay, so this week I do have to address, bring up that Lindsay and I, um, we obviously love RuPaul's Drag Race, but we know a lot of you might not be list- watching, even though you should be. But if you're not, we want to make sure you know that like we're going to keep this nice and tight. And we're going to try to do something this week a little bit different. And maybe fast forward. I don't know. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to try to keep it to our top three things of the week with maybe a few extra things at the end just to really hammer home the best stuff of the week um, in case you're not watching. But really, you Maybe fast be. forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to say one thing. Okay. For, to start things off, and this was actually an untalked. Actually, no, it wasn't an untalked. It was like which I watched this week. Good, it's yeah, great. It is really. It's good. a good after show. Yeah. Um, but there, I think on social media or it was like a bonus thing. Uh, the queens talked about how helpful Eureka was to all of them during this challenge, mm-hmm. which bought back a lot of favor for me with Miss Eureka. Yep. And I will say her look was good. I did like her look. You know, it yeah. was it was one of the most cohesive looks that hit the runway this week. Yeah, it had a story behind it. It and did. And I thought her character was funny. Yeah. Um, and I do want to preface this episode by saying I don't have a whole lot to say because I don't think it was my favorite RuPaul's Drag Race episode. I didn't really understand the challenge completely. Not to the point that Kimura didn't understand the challenge. <laughs> and how is she still alive? How has she not died just in life? Because she's so stupid. She, but watching the Untucked, didn't you feel a little bit like I, a person? Like I saw a person and I not saw, just a caricature. She was still dumb as shit, though. <laughs> you have to agree with that. When she was thanking people and it was like, quote unquote, heartfelt. Yeah. I think it's because she has like the emotions of a flat line. Yeah. And I don't know. She's just real dumb. Um, beautiful. Beautiful. But real dumb. Real dumb. So is that? So is are you? Are oh, you I'm not doing, done. Okay. So, but are you going to do like? Are we doing three three thoughts? Sure. Okay. Um. So, so you just got away with two freebies, but that's fine. <laughs> well, that was one of my. That okay. was one of my thoughts. Well, then I'll start with one. Okay. Um. And as I mentioned, I've only been a drag race drag race watcher for three seasons now, but I've gone back and I'm binging season five. Um. I watched nine episodes last weekend, which is kind of absurd. But it's an amazing season. It's, it's the a one great with season. the list. It's like all stars. The prequel. It's yes. like half of the people that were on All Stars were on this season. It's Alaska. It's Alyssa. It is Detox. But anyway, you should watch season five. It's great. Um, they're all on Amazon now. 
And uh, that said, even only watching for three seasons, I know enough now to know that you always need to learn how to fucking sew. Yes. And I'm just going to preface this by saying, I didn't know how to sew. I went on Amazon. I bought a sewing machine for $100. I read the guide. Mm -hmm. I sewed curtains. Yeah. It ain't hard to do. No. The hardest part of learning, and like constructing constructing an actual dress, sure, that's tough. Yes. But like a lot of people got out there with, uh, they were not dresses. No. They were just found ways to sew something around their body frame. Exactly. Which is all you really need to do. And make, because... I'm sorry, Detox's makeup was on point. That dress was a hot mess. That was not a that was not a silhouette at all. It was like a shade of something. Detox? Some not Detox, Sasha. I'm sorry. Sasha. Same sort of thing. <laughs> That's why it's not Detox. Thank you for correcting me though. Um, but yeah, Farah, I'm like, you can't even use a glue gun. If you're going to go on this show, and I know that they probably cast people and they ask them like, can you sew? And then right. they giggle and put them on. But be that queen that says, I can't sew, and learn how to sew before mm-hmm. you get on the show. It's going to come up probably three times. Yeah. Farah. Come on. God. She didn't even know how to wrap some fabric onto a bra. Like, come on. And the whining. So annoying. Yeah, so that's my... Yeah, and one. if you're not going to know how to sew, don't be a little baby about it. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Unless you're the biggest idiot. Ever. Ever. <laughs> um, uh, my next... Actually, I've gone through two of mine. I, I said, what is Kamora... No, you know what? I'll talk about it. So uh, what is Kamora good for? <laughs> um, <laughs> she is beautiful, but she didn't know what an adjective was. And then when she was in the bottom uh, and she like had this heartfelt moment talking about how, well, honestly... I just don't know how to, you know, usually I'm this big padded queen. I know. And I just don't know how to be so vulnerable, like, out here without my hip pads. Isn't that the reason you do plastic surgery? Right. Is so that it feels like it's part of you? Yeah. And I know But it, she hasn't had any work done. She hasn't? So what is she talking about? No. She she says she hasn't had any work done. There's no way that bitch has, does not have butt implants and she can plan. Well, if she's not wearing hip pads anymore and she's got an ass, then what is she She saying? just didn't pad herself this episode. That was it. She just didn't put her pads on. I don't know why if it makes See, her feel I so vulnerable. I heard that as her saying like, this is now me. No. Like I'm out of pads. No. She could have still padded. She could have put on some like pantyhose. Well, then her butt wouldn't be hanging out. Anyway, she just didn't pad this week. That was it. I love that Michelle gave like oh, totally. Oh my God. Like, you guys don't remember how hard it is for me. And like just totally. Can we take a moment? There's so much shade at her. Yes. She deserved it. She did. It was so dumb. It was so dumb. Yeah. Who cares? Um, I'll say my next thing. I'll say something really I thought that they did very uh, well in this episode was the discussion of um, the uh, pulse shooting. Yes. I thought that was really well done. And, you know, we forget that these seasons are shot like year. It was I think it was shot last summer. Mm-hmm. So the pulse shooting happened like months after, right months prior to them filming this. Yes. And, you know for them to talk about it in that way. And who I had no idea that they were that closely connected, especially with Cynthia potentially going to be performing that night, but even worse is knowing someone who went there to see her who passed away. That is heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And I just think that like, you know, the show, obviously we love the dramatic moments, but it's nice when you see them come together and support each other. And I thought that they made a really, they brought it up in a good way where it should be discussed and reminds us all that like, we don't stop 
living and doing mm-hmm. what we love because of something horrible and horrific, um, no matter how terrible it is. And I like that. I thought that moment was really well done. I agree. How did how do you feel about Cynthia after this episode? I loved her cuckoo breakdown. I thought that was very funny. Mm-hmm. She's still not a queen. I think she'd win. I agree with that. But does she annoy you still as much? No, I don't think she annoys me as much. I she didn't say, say cuckoo a million times. No, and the, and the and the breakdown of cuckoo was very mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. I thought, and I had something I did not know. I was like, is it a butthole or is it a front hole? I don't know. (laughs) She's like, it could be either. Yeah, Um, Yeah, she was cute. I mean, she seems, she's a very, she seems like a very nice person. She does. She does not seem like a drag race winner to me. No, I agree. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) So gross. So this is my last one. Um, I can throw a lot of shade at Aja. She's just going to be the subject of this, the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to start with shade. And and with snaps okay. when it comes to her, um, when they asked her how she feels, her fans are going to feel without w- with her like normal face that's not face tuned. And I had to remind myself what Facetune is, which is. Can you remind everyone? Because I don't know if I. That's like like a, a filter, right? It's an app. Okay. Oh, sorry. Giant Chin bumps again. Um, <laughs> Giant Chin loves to show up <laughs> once an episode. <laughs> it's an app where you basically Photoshop your face to make it look like you have bigger eyes, a more slender chin. It smooths out your skin. It's like we're Insta all becoming bitmojis. Yes, so like we're one hundred percent. The funny thing is. I know some people on social media that I like went to high school with that I can see every photo they're in, they face tune their faces. It's kind of gross. Um, can we try it? We should. Okay. We'll, we'll post. That'll be our like <laughs> banner. Should, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> um, so they asked her how she thinks her fans will feel to see her in real life instead of face tuned. And she said, oh, I don't think it's going to be a big deal because I feel like I look the same. And then crickets from all the other queens. (laughs) Because we all know that she does not see how rough her face is. The canvas has seen. And it dawned on me this week that she's not the only one. And this seems like stupid to realize this now, but it's probably all the fucking makeup they're wearing all the time, right? Mm -hmm. That's like giving them these ridiculously torn apart pores and ravaged skin. Yes. Because not only is it just layers and layers and layers of makeup, but they also use things like, like permanent marker on their face. That's not good. Um, Skin can't breathe. No. So it's gotta be really rough on, on the face, but even so she just doesn't paint very well. I know I've said this before. Those lips were, Straight out of Ringling Brothers, Barner and Bailey. Yes, and it's not... Because there are queens that have smaller lips that paint outside of their lip that it looks great. Well, it's artful. That yes. wasn't artful. No. That was like my six-year-old niece ran away with my my sister's lipstick. Exactly. And I was like, am I pretty? Yeah. <laughs> Look what I did. <laughs> Isn't it great? I don't know my niece is Southern all of a sudden. <laughs> She's going to be Southern from now southern on. Southern man. Yes. Look what I did. Hello. Mama. I got big old lips now. Now give me a sandwich. <laughs> great. Oh, God. <laughs> So, um, and the judges, I didn't understand her, her whole thing. So I understand where the judges are coming from. But to be fair, back to your point, I didn't understand this competition. Exactly. So it was, it was rough. Um, but when they tell her, we can't see your eyes when they critique her painting and she paints the same face every single fucking time, which they discussed in Valentina. Yeah. Showing some know-how too, because Valentina, you think she's like just a pretty face, but she sat there and she was, and she took all that criticism uh-huh. that Aja, Aja threw at her, and was like, maybe 
you, instead of shitting on me, you should think about what the judges are saying to you. And take it into consideration. And it shut Aja down. It did. So, and Valentina. I've heard I'm, some rumors about her, too, I though. I too. Yeah. Well, should, yeah, well. Okay, sorry. Finish what you're... <laughs> um, so, uh, the whole time, I'm like, shade, 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 shade. When Aja knew she was going to be in the bottom, two, like, it was between her and the two Vegas girls. Mm-hmm. And bitch knew. Um, she went over there. She worked on her lip sync. They glued her wig down for her. She went back on that stage, and she tore it up. Mm-hmm. It was... I mean, especially coming off the lip sync from last episode, it was... Everything I want out of drag, it was amazing. I understand why she's one of the biggest queens in Brooklyn right now because she was incredible. Um, but and <laughs> we can think that we're going to be seeing a lot more of it if she doesn't know how to paint her face. If she doesn't mm-hmm. learn, then we'll see more of it, which I'm excited about. But snaps to her. She did kill it. Well, my number one is in the very same field. And I just wrote, uh, ask and ye shall receive because God... Last week, I said, I, when Kimora goes, I want a queen to eat her alive. And mm-hmm. I manifested that shit this week. You, you <laughs> she sure did. ate her alive. Here's what I will caution, Aja, though. Step up your runway game mm-hmm. a- ASAP, yes. Aja. ASAP, Aja. Mm-hmm. Because you can only do so many death drops. They're yes. amazing. You'd kill them. The, the twist and drop, amazing. Oh, my God. But you can only break that out so often because I don't like... Um, and she's not the only queen that can do it. Right. And, but like, it's good, but we don't want to see that every week because we don't want to get sick of it. And right. we don't want that to be your only thing. Right. I hope that there's more to her. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of in the same thing. It's, I, it's like, I at one point, Kimura just laid down. That was like, somebody, she was like playing with her hair and, and she then laid she down. She just like fell down like she's taking a nap. Somebody but, on Reddit said, Oh, Asha totally stole Kimura's signature move. I was like, Her signature move is falling on her big ass? Yeah. What is no. that? And, you know, between that and, like, that monkey sidekick, that was something out of, like... A horror story. It was so terrible and weird, and it just was uncomfortable to listen to. Yeah. Um, good night and good luck, Miss Kimura. <laughs> exactly. We'll see. She's actually performing this weekend, I told you, in Palm Springs on oh, Sunday Oh, are you going to go? Uh, probably not. I, I would like to, yeah. but... And what's funny is, so I saw the show this weekend, this past weekend in Toucans, and it was Morgan McMichaels again, and Pandora Box, who was great, and who else was there? Um, I'm spacing on everybody else. There was a drag king there. Oh, interesting. Which was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, I, I, I don't know. I'd be, oh, that's why I brought it up, is... Um, Morgan mentioned that she wasn't on the schedule, but that Kamora was going to be there. And somebody made a face like in the back and Morgan, oh, who yeah. I love was like, no, no, don't make that face. She like, the show does not rep- necessarily represent everyone the way that they would like to be represented. Give her a chance and see her live. Okay. So we should keep that in mind. That's true. Um, she also made an argument for um, the main queen that does the show at Toucans. It's an older queen, and I'm totally blanking on her name right now. I'm going to find it in a second. But she, they're petitioning for her. She's like 60-something. Yes, And they're please. trying to petition to get her on Drag Race next season. I don't that know how they're amazing. going about doing it. She's awesome. Like, she did a Mae West comedy routine that was mm-hmm. hilarious. She does it every Sunday out there. She's going to be gone for the next two weeks because she's doing, like, a, um, a hosting thing in Puerto Vallarta. Like, she travels. She's like, and I can honestly imagine her being like, why would I put myself into this right now to get right. criticized and torn to shreds on national television when I have a gig going? And she knows how good she is. But it would be awesome to see that presence in the mix of all these, like... And hear that history that she could tell 
being on the show from somebody that's been in the community yeah. and potentially doing drag for so many years. And I guess you could say that about um, Charlie Charlie this season. And I thought Charlie did an awesome job this week. Mm-hmm. I actually would have put Charlie in the top three this week. I think Charlie was really upset that she wasn't. And I understand. Because you hear that Valentina's, um, Valentina's stuff that I heard was that her costume this week was actually two looks that she had already worn combined. She didn't make anything for that costume. Oh. So there was some shade about that. And then there's also a theory floating around that I don't believe that Raja... Raven and Delta Work have worked together to make Valentina like they've like created the Terminator robot of all the things that you think they think you need to be to win RuPaul's Drag Race and they have like worked with her to create this like super queen and that's what Valentina is. Oh damn. But I don't believe that. Yeah. Maybe there's like it's a slight fun, truth to it, but I thought you were going to say that they're like working to make her like end her, which would make no, me really sad. No, but Valentina also came out. This I do believe is that she hasn't just been doing drag for nine months. She's only been performing for nine months. She's been wearing drag a lot longer. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean you can't have that face. No, she's been painting her face for a very. I long think it was time. Carson this week that said uh, Linda Evangelista, and that's exactly what I yes. thought. She is. She's a gorgeous she's woman. Gorgeous. And I don't think there's anyone that comes near her in fishiness for the season. Oh, for sure. I agree. We'll see. Any other last-minute tidbits? Not off the top of my head. They might come up before we end, but we'll I see. Have one more thing. Okay. Um, Nina Bonina got no love this week for no. screen time, which was very strange. Um, but when she did her little hop dance mm-hmm. during her um, run, runway moment, I was like, I've said this before, watch out if you ever go up against her in lip sync. Oh. She's going to... Burn. I never want her to be in the bottom two because I. <laughs> but I want to so see much. it so badly. Like she had that bounce; she, it was so cute. You know she can. <laughs> I want to like body. learn how to do that. And if she's wearing that chest plate, watch the. Fuck she was out. also super quiet on Untucked. I think she was. Probably, I think she's just keeping it all close to the vest right now. She seems like maybe she's a little bit of a closed off person. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. I mean, it might be a little tough for her to break the top three if she's not going to be willing to share. But uh, there was a clip that she posted like a bonus clip that was posted of her talking, kind of throwing shade at Rue. That's just like, I know it's season nine. I know I should know how to sew, but I didn't, whatever, you know, basically. Um, so I like it when she has like those sassy moments. Yeah. And a- another thing, if Nina could pull off what she pulled off, not knowing how to sew. Yeah, exactly. That's what then, I mean. Yeah. Then everyone should be able to. Exactly. You should just get a sewing machine. They're $100 on Amazon. Yes. All you queens, get a machine, learn how to use it. You know what? Come on over. We'll teach you. Make a pair of pants. Yeah. Call it a day. Want to flip your wig? Let's flip our wigs. It's time to flip your wig. Now you start this time. Um, so my best friend Donnie's little brother, Andrew, younger brother. I can't, I have to stop yeah, calling him the little funny. brother because it makes it sound like he's like four foot two. Um, he's not. He's like six foot. It doesn't matter. He was in town this weekend <laughs> and I, <laughs> I don't always know what to do with people that have never been to LA aside from like the touristy stuff, which I also think is a waste of time. Half the time, like I took him to Griffith Park. We yeah. did the hike. We saw the Hollywood sign. I drove him through Hollywood and was like, there it is. Yeah. Because as to we stop. know now, you can't fucking hike up there anymore. No. We tried to go up there one day and they have shut that street down. You cannot you guys even know the close. Be- if you Angelinos know about Beachwood Canyon, you can't hike there anymore. So. Neighborhood shut it down. So I hope you people with the giant houses around it love yeah. that hike. Yeah. I hope you hike every fucking day. Yeah. Because you know what? You slip and twist you know your ankle. Who pays for that fire road? Me. Me. 
<laughs> we don't pay property taxes though, so probably not. Um, anyway, so one of the things that I've been to as a Los Angelino um, is called Smorgasburg LA. It's basically a weekly food festival. What? Every Sunday downtown, they have different booths along with people that are selling their goods. I bought some new natural deodorant. Um, Ugh, gross. <laughs> I wear natural deodorant. You never knew. I don't smell. Ugh. I'm trying a new one. It didn't work out very well after my Griffith Park hike, but I tried it. Tom's um, a mean no, hippie no, bitch. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do use Tom's of Maine toothpaste. Oh, though. that stuff is garbage. Well, blame my husband. He's the one that got me started. I know on it's it. so good. So, oh, I hate that shit. Reminds me of like. I used some Crest most of my life. And I would my rather brush like, my no, teeth we with do like this. Noxema than brush my teeth oh, with God. Bob's of Maine, Tom's of Maine, the fuck his Maine. name is. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we digress. Smorgasburg, LA. We went there. They have a little beer garden. You have to drink the beer and wine in that area. Mm-hmm. But if you get there early enough, you can get a table. They have games set up on uh-huh. it. We played Connect Four for like an hour and a half. And I'm bitch, I am good at that game. That game stresses me out. I killed him. We lost count of how many times I won. We think it was like 10 to 8. <laughs> um, important. Important. <laughs> um, we got some pizza. It was great. Um, Smorgasburg. Is there a website? There is. We should post it to our website. We should post it to our website. They also have an Instagram that I follow that they um, keep up to date information on who's going to be there. I'm so in. it's awesome. We'll post it. You Fabulous. and I will go sometime. I would love to. Wouldn't it be fun? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Um, my first wig is that the good news, guys, is that season four of Black Mirror will be back sometime this year on Netflix. This year? This year. <sighs> the bad news is that creator Charlie Booker was interviewed this week and he said, weirdly, there was one news story I read the other day that I thought, oh, how does that reflect on an episode we've already finished shooting? When writing these, I never think any of these are going to come true. And then it seems some of them do which is a bit worrisome generally, he continued. For this coming season, they're quite far out there, so I don't envisage, envisage that being a problem. Although, if that does happen, the world is really fucked. Well, the world is really fucked, so we'll see. I'd like to think we carry on doing them as long as the world lasts, so probably another six months. So the guy that makes Black Mirror has said all his other episodes have come true, but the next four are so fucked up that they couldn't come true. He didn't but say they're all probably going to come true. He didn't say all of them came true, <laughs> but a good amount of them. A good amount of them did. So that guy, I don't know if you've watched Black Mirror, you guys. Uh, you have to. It's so good. But it's dark, and if he's putting stuff out there that is even darker, yep. I don't see it. Being good for us. So <sighs> it's kind of a popped cork, but Black Mirror is so good. It's so, so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is so random, but I'm going to say it. Aaron Rodgers and... Oh, this one. What's Her Face broke up. Yeah. Olivia Munn. That was so disrespectful. But I hear she's a horrible person. <laughs> um, <laughs> whether it's true or not, I don't know. That's um, what we hear. <laughs> the word on the street, and the street is the internet. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, who might be a shit can too... <laughs> <laughs> and Olivia Munn broke up. They will both be featured on an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> um, but my favorite tidbit that came out of all of these articles I read too, which I'm ashamed to admit, but I did. Um, he's getting, he's like, Aaron's getting his groove back after he and Olivia broke up. He's hanging out in West Hollywood. He's oh. being styled by um, Ryan Gosling's stylist. And he and Nick Jonas have become workout buddies. Oh, boy. 
Aaron Rodgers and Nick Jonas, not the romance we want, but the romance we need. <laughs> it's true. I'm totally down. I'm I think Nick that. Jonas is an American treasure. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. And he's like ambisexual or whatever. It yeah. Is. He's just like, you know. Pandemic well, sexual. He, he, I remember when he played the gay character. sexual. I don't know what these kids are saying Tight anymore. spaces. He's Coachella sexual. Let's put it that yes. way. Yes. You kids be careful out there with your dicks. Put the dick wrap on. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so you know what? I would be I would be hard pressed to find a person who would be friends with us who could see (laughs) see those two out in public having a nice time and not be like, good for those young men. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I like it. It makes me happy. Yeah. Um I've heard rumors, not even rumors, producers have outright come into the press and said, we want Beyonce to play Nala in The Lion King. Like, this is not even behind closed doors. They are trying to sweat her out. They're like, apparently... Adult Nala or young... Adult Nala. It has to be. It has to be, I guess. But they were just like, "Um, Beyonce, your reps aren't getting back to us, so we're going to put in variety. We really want you to play Nala. Yeah, they want her ass. And listen... It's the best gig for her. She's not going to put an album out for a few years. Right. She's going to have two of those babies. Imagine, imagine the Nala talking like Beyonce. Oh, and singing, can you feel the love tonight? But as Beyonce? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In. So, Beyonce, answer the call. You owe us. And Nathan Lane should still be to bone. To bone. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think it... Well, here's the thing. It's probably really dusty down here, and that's why I'm such oh, a yeah, mess. Yeah, it's definitely dusty down here. Yeah. We've, we've blown the dust all over the place. Yeah, we have. <laughs> um, okay. Your turn. Um, how many more do you have? I have probably one and a half, knowing where you're probably going to go next, because that thing that we mutually have to talk about. Right. So, um, Michelle Branch. Oh. This, this is a hot button topic. This button is hot right now. It's so hot. You can't, that's how hot it is. You can't touch it. Yes. Okay. It is in my flipped wigs. Me too. There are many things about the album that I enjoy. Not my favorite album, but here, here are my critiques. She sounds like Gwen Stefani to me. And while I think Gwen Stefani has had some It's songs ironic that, I, that you are not allowed to use the word nasally right now when you're speaking <laughs> when the way so you nasally. are. <laughs> Gwen Stefani has had songs that I've enjoyed. I don't hate her. I could I could be done with her shit with Blake Shelton for sure. But um I don't love her voice. I could say the same for Michelle Branch. My favorite song on the album is um Not a Love Song. Mm-hmm. I was totally honestly when I was listening to it I was like, "Uh, eh, it's fine." I think she's a good songwriter, but still like none of the songs popped out to me and then not not a love song came on and I was like okay I do love this song I listened to it like three times in a row so that song alone makes the album in my flipped wigs if it wasn't for that song it would it wouldn't be a popped cork because I don't not like it right but it doesn't stand out to me in any way okay well I am not too far away from you on this and I was much more excited about this album but I also I enjoy it more than you do. So Mm -hmm. I think, but I'm still left a little disappointed, unfortunately, but it's still in my wigs. I feel like we're talking about it like it's a a Mexican hat that we're (laughs) just dancing around right now. I, my thing is that I don't disagree with you that she doesn't have the strongest female voice on the market right Mm -hmm. now. I don't think it's the N word. (laughs) Well, let's say nasally because that sounds terrible. It's much better. (laughs) I don't think it's nasally. 
I just don't think it's particularly it's extraordinary. Thin. And it's a little, but what I've always loved about Michelle Branch is that she can either write or producers either produce her a great pop song. Right. First two albums. She does write her music, and, so that's and, but, great. But she, you can only write so much right. and then producers have to step in to give it that backbone. I think this album, a lot of the songs are missing that backbone. They're all a little thin to me. Mm-hmm. They're all a little... <laughs> Every episode. I don't know if like people hear it. I don't think they do. But Lindsay like I inaudibly a- burps. <laughs> like journeys up my throat and then it, it like with my mouth still open it just like comes out but i still love all like the songs that had come out so far i love best you ever i love uh fault line i love hopeless romantic um and i would even add to not a love song i like carry me home and i like living a lot no i like knock yourself out so there's a lot of great songs on there it unfortunately it made me want to go back and listen to spirit room again which is her first album mm-hmm. which i did and that's a great album. Doesn't discount that. I don't know if necessarily this next evolution of Michelle was what I was hoping for, unfortunately, but I wish her nothing but the best. She's doing a hell of a lot better than Nelly Furtado, whose album was not good. No. I made about seven songs in and was like, no, no, Nelly. Ooh. Whoa, Nelly. What was she, what's, what's your critique? I haven't listened to it. It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> well, we're not mincing words here at Wigs and Weiss. Louis C.K. Like, Hitler, <laughs> and Nelly Furtado is terrible. I wish I could be more critical, but the, every song sounds the same. And I was uh, discussing this with Nick last night. I said, here is a female artist who had two very different careers already. Mm-hmm. She was kind of folksy, hippie, and then turned it into like a kind of beast pop star. Right. And now she's just like, not, I can't even identify what this music sounds like. It's just not... There's nothing worse than, in my eyes, being like a diva that has no identity, and she I kind agree. of is that. And even Michelle, I look at and I'm like, well, you're still a singer songwriter. You're still putting. There's a lot of like um, interesting thought put into these songs, and what mm-hmm. you're saying is interesting. It's not just like Ariana Grande talking about the best way to rail her. Like, right? Congratulations, that's great. Um, so, I don't know. I guess that's a win for Michelle. <laughs> And shade for everyone else on earth. But wait, this is my last, this is a perfect way to end for me. Britney Spears, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised she's in your flipped wig. She is definitely in my flipped wig this week because here's what I've learned about Britney this week. Britney will perform her final Vegas residency um, show in Vegas in December of this year, a run that began in 2013. Wow. Britney Spears did four years in Las Vegas. And we all, I think, when we saw that coming, we're like, when's the meltdown? Mm -hmm. When's this? No, she put out, I think, a couple albums. She did. She And they're good albums. Glory is a good album, you guys. If you are not listening to Glory, I'm not listening. Like, that's a pop album. There's some monster songs on that album. I'll sit to it on the way to the grocery like a (laughs) good woman. (laughs) Um, But what's even more interesting about Britney Spears is that Apparently, Timbaland, who is working with Justin Timberlake on his new album, mm-hmm. went on a liking spree on Instagram of all these pictures of Britney and Justin together. What? Leading the internet to believe maybe there's a collaboration coming between a Miss Britney Spear and Justin Timberlake. Ah! <laughs> well, I just flipped over the desk. <laughs> because a while back, Britney mentioned something like offhandedly about who she'd want to collaborate with, and Justin was in the mix. Justin responded to it on a red carpet being like, she said that? That's so cool. She should call me. But then Britney responded to that and was like, that was taken out of context. That was just me and a girlfriend gabbing. So like there's stuff that's been floating around out there, but maybe just enough stuff 
that they were like, hey, boo, like water under the bridge. That would be the biggest fucking thing to happen. Brittany and Jessica, because like Jessica Beale. People would lose their mind. I'm losing my mind right now. Yeah, Jessica Beale at this point is like, I got my baby. I'm good. Go do what you need to do. Like if you need to bang her one more time, whatever. No. She's not threatened. She's she's not threatened by Brittany. she's fine. So I would like to put that into the universe, but I will also say that the liking like fiesta um, occurred on the same night that Timbaland posted a picture of him, um, Justin Timberlake, and Chad Hugo in the studio, and they all looked very, very stoned. So it could have also just been like a stoned, mm. like we're just being. But why would he be in the studio with Justin doing it if there wasn't some chatter about it? I liked. I want to believe it too. Let's put it into the universe. We're gonna put it out there before the missile lands. Maybe <laughs> we'll get a brist, a brit, a brit, a briston. We, sure. we never combined Brittany and Justin, did it we? It was before that happened. Ooh, let's make it up. A timber spear. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A timber, a timber spear. spear. <laughs> Hashtag timber spear, you guys. Let's yes. make that happen. She also told an April Fool's joke at her concert that was like, Brittany's alive again. I'll, we'll put it on the website. She came out and she was like, she did her first song and she's like stumbled around. She's like, you guys, the concert's over. The exits are to the right and to the left. I'm so sorry. I broke my toe on the last move. And then she's like, I can't do that. It's April Fool's, you guys. And it was adorable. Like she was alive again. Yeah, she's coming back. I think she's alive. I think she's okay. She knows she can dance again. Britney Spears. We should go see her before it's over. I would like that. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so my last pop cork is uh no your flip wig you know what i mean uh <laughs> unless you're gonna piss someone off right now no not at all uh, i've done enough of that um so we always tell you to write us an email and then we never check our emails oh, that's true um but paul had the wherewithal to do that today because he's a smart man um and we got a lovely email from one of our number one stands um our Num- our, our good buddy Ray I don't want to say his last name for whatever yeah. reason but um, thank you so much for writing such a sweet and thoughtful email about the podcast and um, how you feel about it and how much you enjoy it and we do it for you guys and we're really happy that yeah you're feeling it the same way that we are I appreciate I'm glad you pointed that out it was very nice of you thank you Ray and to anyone that as we've said weighs in at all we love knowing what you like um, even if you don't like something just feel free oh, wait, to tell there us. Was, there was part of the email that made me LOL. Um, oh, share. I'm sorry. I, no. It's in my email. Um, well, let me, I'll, I'll yeah, keep changing. Yeah, you keep going. Um, it, but I, what I would also love to know, now that we've been doing this a little while, um, we also have another amazing fan friend named Amber Bowman out there who's been wonderful. And she posted something on Facebook and somebody in her comments, whose name I should know, but a friend of hers said, I just downloaded and listened. And I thought, wow, is there anyone that we don't know that's listening right now? So if you don't know either Lindsay or me and you felt inclined to send us an email, that would be really interesting. That would be really fun. Because we love all our friends who are listening and we really, really do appreciate how much you listen. Um, but I'd also be really curious to know if someone who doesn't know us listens. Like, do you and live in do Iceland? do we make you mad? <laughs> well, actually, I just, somebody sent an email in the emails. It was like a, a podcast service that was like, oh, do you want to know where your listeners are? And I was like, kind Ooh. of. And there was one in Saudi Arabia. That's amazing. So if you're listening from Saudi Arabia. Send us an email and tell us everything. Unless like you're mad at us, then don't do that. Unless only if you're mad at us, that's fine. Yeah. But just like, 
Tell us everything. Tell us everything about so, you. But we're going to talk about it. You probably accidentally downloaded it. Probably. When I'm in Saudi Arabia. Oh, you meant them. <laughs> them, not you. Not me. It's all about me. So sorry. Ray, um, Ray's thing. So <laughs> he talks about Big Little Lies. And the last sentence... How good was Big Little Lies? Again, I just want to say one more time. It was great. That last episode, so great. Um, But the the last couple um, sentences he writes are, that opening credits kills me, though. Agreed, Ray. Agreed. I can't fast forward through that fast (laughs) enough. Why do they have to drive over that bridge to go everywhere? They do have to drive over that bridge. Everything. <laughs> go everywhere. They go to like, I think they just really want to show off that bridge. But I don't blame them, but still, all, we like, get it. If you've driven up the coast, you've been on that bridge. That bridge is nowhere near any no, grocery store. No. Nothing. They're just like, it's a really pretty bridge. Yeah. So the aquarium is amazing there, too. You don't show that. I love that sunfish. They did show that aquarium once. Oh. They oh. went once. I'm probably on one of those episodes. I'm like, boring. Can we please get to the murder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also he he signed it Raby Droll Orifice. I'm so happy. Oh, Droll, droll Orifice. orifice. Uh, our, she was our Troll Patrol a couple weeks ago. I dream of making t-shirts someday of some of the craziest shit we've uncovered. And yes. Droll Orifice. It's so good. Droll Orifice. Orifice. And she probably doesn't even know how funny that last name is. She'll never know how many no. people know her terrible last name. Droll Orifice. And that's the beauty of being a troll. Yep. You don't know how much we you just know came for you, You don't like you. <laughs> Unless you listen. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. that's it we got for this. That's it we got for this week. Come back next week. We be here. We be here. And um, be kind to each other. The, the fuck hell was, was that? that? It's Britney, bitch. Bye, Wigs. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>